All wings report in. House dog, standing by. Mother goose, standing by. Lock S foils in attack position. Animal squadron ready for battle. Well, hello there. And welcome back to the Animal Squadron Podcast. I am just one of your many hosts aboard this flight. House Dog. With me, as always, my co-pilot, the Chewy to my Han, that scruffy-looking nerf herder that we all love, Mother Goose. Hello, everybody. Good to talk to you again. Oh, so full of energy today. I'm, try- I'm trying. I am running on little sleep. My cats woke me up at 7 o'clock to feed them, and then I kicked them out of my bedroom because I didn't want to deal with this and I wanted to sleep, and they spent the next three hours putting their paw underneath my door and shaking it. Mm. Well, your cats remind me of another creature that we have here on the show. It's our lovely little Minot Tuck. Hello, Tucker. Oh. Oh, that's me you're talking about. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, what's up? How's it going? You know, sometimes I question why we keep him on the show, but I was just Tucker, I just love him. You know, I never part- question if we should keep you on the show. Yeah, sorry about uh, you know, not knowing what was going on. My mouth was full of wires, so I had to had to quit. <laughs> I hate him so much. I hate him so much because I thought this entire time I thought he was gonna actually have something to say, but no, he's just talking about his stupid character. I love it. This is perfect. Never change, Tucker. <laughs> All right. Well, Tuck, I feel like we always say what we're going to talk about today. So, Tucker, why don't you introduce today's topic and what we're doing? Okay. Well, um, so I'll just keep it short here. Uh, we are doing a ranking of all of the Star Wars movies. The nine uh, like actual Star Wars episodes, and then also the the two bonus movies we got. So, yeah, yeah, I think it'll be be interesting. Elijah and I've given our opinions on the show about the films for mm-hmm. a couple of years now, but now now that we have Tuck in the mix, we thought it'd be interesting to see everybody's opinions. I think we're all going to be surprised in places. Um, I think there I think might... I know the bottom for for a lot of people. Yeah. I also but, uh, think there I'm, might I'm be some to, hurt I'm feelings. I'm here to shake things up. I'm here to shake things up. That's 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 why I'm here. Yeah, and before we really get into it, this is the motto of our show. Uh, your Star Wars is your Star Wars. Just because we feel like the movies are in this order doesn't mean you can't have a different opinion, you know? If you enjoy the movies we don't enjoy, good for you. We're happy that, you know, someone actually does like these movies. And... That, but like, we were all putting our list together before the show started, and you know, we all said it like, some of these movies were really hard to put in like that yeah. five spot because you don't really feel like they're a five spot, but whenever you're comparing them to everything else, and you're like, oh, which one do I really love more? And for me, I kind of did it like, if I was going to sit down and watch a Star Wars, what would be my first pick? What would be my second pick? What would I. So maybe like in my list, like there are a couple of movies at the bottom that I really enjoy, but when you compare them to like my top three, I'm gonna watch the top three more than I would that six spot or that five spot. Yeah, um, I think for me, my uh, my number one was a really easy pick. 
Uh, my numbers 9 through 11 were really easy pick for me, and then really 8 through 2, I view as all equal. Like, they could really be interchangeable, however, but that's... I I had to pick an order, and I, I think I went kind of how Mac did with more of what order would I want to watch them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I... Uh... Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't decide either. I really kind of, uh, I ended up doing my list in a special way. Just basically, I kind of treated it as like, so if I'm going to watch my number one, then I feel like I need to watch the entire trilogy that goes with it. And so I, I put mine in kind of a weird order there, like, just because it's so hard to choose between two and eight, like Elijah said. I mean, I just kind of uh, <laughs> put it in an order that, uh, like, because really they're all my favorite, so it's just kind of, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be an interesting one. You know, we all love Star Wars so much, and I'm excited to see how you guys ordered things. So, um, uh, you know, we, we kind of talked about this a little bit off podcast, but Mac and I, we've had a ton of time. We literally have two, three hours worth of podcast for all of the episodes. I think maybe four hours for episode three. And I think The Last Jedi got close to four hours too. So, you know, I'm really excited to see what Tucker has to say about all of these movies. This will be a little little catch up, I think. I think so too. Um, so, Tuck, you want to take us take us away your, with your number eleven pick? Yep. Yeah, my number eleven pick is episode nine. I Interesting. Okay. Um, and it like the entire sequel prili- uh, the entire sequel trilogy like the reason with them all being lower on my list. Um, it has nothing to do with them being bad movies. Like they're they're excellently made movies, you know, like the, uh, the cinematics are cool. You know, like there's a lot of like cool little minor details in them, but realistically I feel that they're lazy, you know, like I just, I think that they were kind of, uh, just Disney milking star Wars (laughs) and instead of Mm -hmm. like really trying to come up with something totally new. Um, and actually I've, yeah. I've been listening to, uh, you guys' episodes on the, uh, sequel trilogies and, um, and I really just, you know, I just kept thinking back that whole time that I was listening to just how I felt about them. That's, that's really just how I feel. I really just, uh, that's, that's why I don't watch them often at all, honestly. Yeah. And I watch the other ones disproportionately more yeah that's really interesting um i think i'm very i'm pretty sure that you and i bottom three are gonna be pretty similar i'm very curious where mac i'm very curious to see where mac places the sequel trilogy oh you don't even know my list is you're you're never gonna see it coming yeah no no the wild Uh, i think you're never gonna see it coming um I think for me, uh, I put, uh, for my number 11, The Last Jedi, 
I'm sorry. I love Star Wars so much. I love Star Wars Damn so you, much. Elijah. But this Damn movie you. this movie makes me irrationally angry. How? Cause it's not good in my opinion. For me. It's yeah, it's I... not good for Elijah. I know it's good. Well, I know Elijah a lot of doesn't know what's good for him. <laughs> I know I'll tell what's good for Elijah. Yeah, watching Last Jedi, that's good for you. (laughs) I know a lot of people really enjoy it. And like I said before we got into it, I really am happy for the people that enjoy the sequel trilogy. And I'm really happy for the people that like The Last Jedi. But I just, I really don't. And I mean, even when we recorded our episode uh, on it, I had to watch it in segments because I, I just, I couldn't watch the whole movie at once. Yeah. Well, and to your point, too, I mean, like, honestly, I wanted to like them when they came out. I really wanted to like them. But it's just like, I I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Not to cut you off, but, like, think about it whenever those came out. Like, we were hyped about them, and we did like them. It wasn't until later that we had a couple years with the films. I'm sorry, Matt. I feel like as a whole. I'm sorry. That is not true. I left the theater of The Last Jedi pissed. I was pissed from the opening credits. I'm so sorry. I'm pretty sure everybody liked Force Awakens, though. I yeah, did. Force I o- can admit that. I liked it. I I was... Like, I don't remember anybody having hard feelings during Force Awakens. I enjoyed it, but I, I did leave disappointed because I realized that they were soft rebooting the series. Yeah. But I still had hope for the rest I but. think for me, like, I retroactively dislike Force Awakens because of the other two, honestly. Yeah, yeah. and I don't think that's very fair for the films in general. Like, anything you review. Like, the Rocky movies, if you think about the one where, uh, I forget which Rocky it is, it's like five the one where like Rocky's like poor now because he lost all his money because the restaurant sucks, so he has to, like train that kid, mm-hmm. and then the kid like winds up screwing him over, and then he fights him in the alley at the end, like Rocky does. Yeah, like that. That Rocky sucks, but Rocky one, two, and three are like the best movies ever. And four, four is where he fights the Russian. Yeah, well, like- in four where he fights the Russian. I must yeah, because three is clever legs. Yeah, I've only seen five. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is kind of like that, but also episode seven, even still, even ignoring the other two, I've got to be honest. Like, I mean, it, it's not that I didn't enjoy the movie. It's not that I didn't like it whenever I watched it. Um, because Mac is right. I mean, I I do think the other two. Spoiled definitely a little in, bit. definitely influenced me to not like seven, and that is not necessarily fair. But even still, I would still say that of the eleven, the other eight movies are better than episode seven, and I have reasons for that. Yeah, which we can get into episode seven when we get to you know our episode sevens, but um. Yeah, I'm sorry. Episode 8, I just... It is, like Tucker was saying, the whole sequel trilogy and 
uh, episode eight specifically, like they're very well made movies. I just didn't vibe with the story myself. What's your number eleven pick, my Mac? I was gonna say my friend, and then I, I was think, like, "Well, that's not clear." I think I'm gonna maybe surprise you a little bit because I know what y'all think my eleven would be. Yeah, M- my guess it's Revenge of the Sith. You're a liar. I'm just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was about to piss myself. Yeah, I was about to just leave this podcast. If that was your number eleven. <laughs> no, no. All the time. It's Rise of Skywalker. Not. Rogue One? I know. I told y'all I was going to surprise you today. It's not I, Rogue One. It's I am shocked. I The reason why Rogue One is not my bottom spot is because of Andor. That's the okay. only reason Rogue One is not in the bottom spot. Oh, so you gotcha. can retroactively like things, huh? But you can't retroactively dislike things. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, snap. <laughs> Hey, I'm going to remember this after we're done with the podcast and you want to play games. I'm just going to murder you. I'm just going to kill you. Um, over so and over. I had to do it to him. House Dog. Rise of Skywalker. Bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Bottom of the barrel. And you, I guess it has Andor to thank it for that reason. Because that's what bumped Rogue One into a different spot. Okay. But yeah, Rise of Skywalker's in the bottom for me just because of... I mean... So many things. But I mean, like, now, like, you see edits of... Like, I meant to send you all a TikTok the other day, but someone redid the final scene of Rise of Skywalker where, like, Force Ghost Anakin, like, comes back and, like, fights Palpatine. Hmm. I don't think I've seen that. It was actually pretty cool. Like, Ray passes out, and it's like the Force Ghosts all show up and fight Palpatine. That's sick. But, like, Anakin's at the lead of the pack. It was pretty cool. Um, That and, like, all the unused... Uh, um, like, the Trevorrow script, you know, that didn't happen like that would have been a much better film if we would have had that um like i think it was that one where there's a scene where hux is on a coruscant and like i forget whose lightsaber he has but he has like a bunch of relics in there and he has somebody's lightsaber like on his desk and something happens like they blow up a base or something and hux like actually just commits suicide with the lightsaber like right in his office because he's terrified of what's gonna happen to him oh like i don't yeah i don't know if y'all have seen that concept art but it's really cool yeah like that was a whole thing and uh yeah there's just so much stuff that they could have done with rise of skywalker that they they didn't and it kind of kind of failed for me yeah as a film especially as the bookend for the skywalker series i don't think it gave me what i needed especially when you think of bookends for trilogies like and i mean it's not really comparable but it is but like return of the king yeah great ending to like the best trilogy ever right it ties especially everything for, together for a movie mm-hmm. yeah a movie that's based off like a really like very detailed book with a lot of lore behind it and the end of the movie is great i mean 
you see, you know, the kingdom be restored and then Frodo leaves because he can no longer be a part of normal society because he can't cope with things like that anymore because he's been on these adventures and he leaves the book to Sam to finish. Mm -hmm. And then Sam writes in his life with his kids and everything that happened and Frodo goes off to live in exile but in the good place with all the elves and Bilbo. Bilbo. Well and also even uh, even the other Star Wars trilogies do that with their last movie. Like the prequels and the original trilogy both have you know the ribbon on top the bookend like you were talking about like you know both Revenge of the Sith and Return of the Jedi do that very well. Mm-hmm. And that's part. Yeah, I mean, yeah. watching, you know, like the last couple of scenes of Revenge of the Sith, and I'm sure we'll talk about Revenge of the Sith at some point. You know, you have Vader and Palpatine watching the Death Star starting to, you know, the framework of it being completed, and then it, you know, switches to Leia's beginning with Bale and his wife, and then you finally get Aunt Brew and Uncle Owen holding Luke, staring off into the sunset. Mm hmm. And that's, if that's all we ever got of Star Wars, that'd be the best ending ever. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's hopeful. There's a lot of possibilities. You don't know. There's a lot of hope and also a lot of fear at the end of it. You yeah. Know, yeah. Of you don't know how this could happen. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's like a lot of what Max saying too is part of why I called it lazy is just because I I think that there's... A lot of things that even with the established story of seven and eight that you could have done, mm-hmm. but instead they just kind of like, they just decided like, well, you know, people are going to go see it anyway, so let's just do this, you know, and just, you know, I, I don't really th- feel like there was a, enough thought behind it. Yeah. Somehow Wait, you're telling Palpatine me you don't returned. like the fact, yeah, you're telling me you don't like the fact that she just buries... Uh, Anakin's lightsaber in the sand and then tells an old woman that she's a Skywalker now? Yeah, and then also, too, like, zombie Palpatine. Like, would it have would it have killed us <laughs> to make a new villain? You know? Like, would it, would it have killed us? I, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about it a little more when I get to my placing of the Rise of Skywalker, but yeah, I really... I really hate Palpatine coming back. I think that it really just stomps on everything that Anakin did. Yep. And everything just, Luke did. Yeah, it just made... Well, I mean, if you were going to bring Palpatine back, it's fine, you can do that, but you would have to get into the Plagueis stuff and the cloning and the midichlorians and all that like you'd really have to get into the background of that and right i you know maybe we're gonna get that with the new fallen order game because they're cloning in that and then you're you're starting to get it in mandalorian yeah and you got it in obi-wan as well whenever obi-wan was on that base Mm -hmm. the inquisitor base and there were all the people frozen in that honey stuff so my my thought process is i'm not happy they bring Palpatine back, but if that's how they were going to end it, they, that should have been the plan from the be- beginning, and it, it should have been a race 
like episode seven and eight should have been about them trying to stop the first order for bringing Palpatine back. Yeah, I and agree. Like there should be build episode up. eight. They fail. Palpatine's back. Like there, there would have been so much emotion behind the ending of episode eight if it ends with Ray failing and Palpatine coming back. And the fact we talked about this on the episodes, but the fact that like important lore was put into a one-time Fortnite event that you could never go back to that was important knowledge for the film makes me so furious. What are you talking about? I love not knowing that we're on Mustafar at the beginning of the movie. Right? Right? That's my favorite. Anyway, we can... It's only a really important planet. <laughs> um, like I said, I've got Rise of Skywalker lower on my list. Not much lower, but... Uh, so we can talk about that a little bit more here in a minute. But shall we move on to our number 10 spot? Yep. Yeah, I'll hit my number 10. All right. Uh, like I said, you guys aren't going to be that surprised, but you'll be a little bit surprised on my list. Rogue One. Yeah. Number 10 spot. Yeah. Uh, like I said, the only thing that saved it from being bottom is the Andor series that came out this year, or I guess last year now. Um, Andor was really good. I don't know if you guys have finished it yet. I have Probably not. not I, I actually did finish it. Okay, Tucker's number one on the list now, and Elijah, you suck. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, It'll interchange throughout the episode. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, that series, that series definitely bumped up Rogue One for me in my hatred for it. So, do you think it added just like context to Rogue One that made you enjoy it more, or just made you like love Cassian Andor more, which made you enjoy Rogue One more? Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, I just appreciate Cassian more. Like, I didn't, you didn't really understand what he went through, and like, have you watched the prison episode yet? No, uh, are I'm, you to that arc yet? I'm, Whenever you get to the prison arc, it's that's the best part of the series. Am I am I wrong, Tuck? Oh yeah. Well, the I actually liked the heist better, to be honest with you. But the prison arc is cool, very cool. Um. So I am actually on the uh. I think the episode before the heist actually starts. And I hear it gets really good in the actual heist. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I think if I can just get to it, I'll enjoy the rest of the series. I just haven't. Well, I, it's not that I haven't enjoyed it. I just haven't gotten to it yet. That's what I'm trying to say. It, it does take a while to get going, but it's worth it. Um, Absolutely worth it. So, Mac, any more thoughts on Rogue One before Tech and I... Kevars? No, take it away, boys. Right, go ahead, Tech. Um, and this one was hard for me, <laughs> just because, like, as far as the, as far as my nine, I mean, I'm sorry, as far as my eleven, ten, and nine go, I like they're kind of grouped together anyway for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I put episode seven. For my okay. Time. Yeah, and okay. Before we really get in into it, I think just for simplicity, uh, number ten is also uh, episode seven for me as well. 
Wow, you both picked Force Awakens for your number ten spot. Yeah, I did. Uh, so I go did. ahead, Tech. Why did why did you put it here? Well, um, you know, like I said, it's it's a good movie, and when it came out, I did like it. Um, but I think it it's one of those that it had the most potential mm-hmm. to be awesome. And I think yeah. they just missed the mark. And I think a lot of why I liked it when it came out was the nostalgia and the fan service. Like, I mean, I will never forget watching it with you guys in the theaters. And, like, the Millennium Falcon scene came out and literally right. people stood and clapped. Like, that was yeah. so cool. For, for um, yes. And then, like, the, the whole crowd gasped when Han died. You know, like, it was just like, it was... Han died. Wait, Han dies? No. <laughs> Which actually, uh, the joke on that is I, I did accidentally ruin that for somebody. You guys remember that, don't you? Oh, I guess I was no. m- remembering it wrong. I thought somebody oh. spoiled it for you. No, no, I accidentally spoiled it for someone. Oof. Because <laughs> I had forgotten that they weren't with us to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I, I remember that now, yep. Yep, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> I should not have said that. Rutro, but um, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, like you know, it has nothing to do with it being a bad movie. It's just that, as far as the trilogy, it's in. You know, I, I just full disclosure. I just can't really get behind the whole the, the trilogy as a whole. Yeah. So that's part of why it's number ten. Yeah, I think I think for me. I I really I really wanted to put episode seven at the eleven spot for and it'll make sense once I explain, but I can sit through and I can watch episode seven beginning to end, while with episode eight sometimes I don't even make it past the first scene before I turn it off when I'm trying to watch through it. But so episode seven I put it so low, like Tuck said, like it really is a good movie. The writing's good. Um, the cinematography, the special effects are amazing. I really did enjoy the acting. I really liked the uh, the new characters. But at the end of the day, it was a soft reboot of episode four. And like Tech mentioned earlier, it just was kind of lazy. And because it was a soft reboot, it locked episode eight and nine into a path that it shouldn't have been um i said this in our longer episodes but instead of progressing the stories forward it regressed the story and then essentially where episode four started episode seven started you know where episode nine ended episode six ended and i just there's no sense of progression, and it's all because of the decisions they made in episode seven. Um, and so while I enjoy it, I just I can't put it any higher. Yep. Um, Mac, number nine. So I kind of went back and forth on my nine and eight. So. They're kind of interchangeable, I guess. Originally, I wrote Solo okay. there in 9, which I guess is kind of weird. Yeah. Because I'm a big 
proponent of solo. And I'll go ahead and give my 8-2 because, like I said, I put arrows on these because they're kind of interchangeable. I couldn't really make a decision between my 9 and 8, so they're just kind of there, uh, which is Force Awakens and, and Solo. Okay. Which I know I'm a huge, like, Solo fan, but I'm really not. I think it's just kind of <laughs> come off that way on the show yeah. because of, of my huge dislike for Rogue One. But, like, Solo's not that great either, I'll be honest, like... Solo kind of sucks. Just in a roundabout way. like. It, but also, I think they did good with what they had. Like, I don't know. It's such a hard film to defend because it, it doesn't really have a whole lot of legs to stand on. Like, It's not that strong of a film. You don't really need it. It has some really good moments, and I think it's cool to see characters become who they are. Mm-hmm. But th- at the end of the day, do I really need to see... Han's backstory and not even a lot of his backstory just a little bit of it yeah just a small snapshot and then you know a little bit of Lando's in I I don't know but like yeah it's cool to see how Han got the Falcon and how him and Chewie hooked up and became partners but it's also like that that was like part of the fun of Star Wars 2 is kind of making up that backstory for yourself. Right. Right. It... Whatever they put out, it's not going to be as cool as what we imagined. And that that's something a lot, a lot of franchises suffer from. Yeah. Um, I, I don't really have a whole lot to say about Force Awakens. We've talked about it. It... It is what it is. We Like we said a minute ago, everybody had a lot of hope for Force Awakens, and it's not like we weren't hyped about it at the time in those moments that Tuck mentioned, and we've, we've talked about it. I don't really have much to say about Force Awakens. Yeah. We got what we got. There was a lot of ends that they could have gotten that they didn't, and that just... It is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Tino? Number nine? I put episode eight for my number nine. Reason being is... That you hate joy. Well, (laughs) I mean, as far as my memory goes, I remember thinking that it was the most original of the sequels. Yeah, I I agree. Like, it it had the most original story of them. Um, also, I'm not gonna lie, Space Monaco was cool, <laughs> and riding away on those horse thingies. That, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, awesome. I thought that was sick. Also, the battle at the end is sick, so. Tuck, I, I don't, it. I don't think I've ever, like, I don't think I've ever heard somebody say they enjoy that scene. Um, I like it. That's really cool. I'm glad. Like I said, I even when I dislike things, I still get very excited when I hear that people enjoy Star Wars. So specifically yeah. on, like I said, I've really only heard negativity on like the whole uh, space casino. What uh, what do you enjoy about that scene? Um, I like it. A lot of it has to do with again it being original. Mm-hmm. Like that was an original idea. That they chose to do, they took a risk, and yeah. I, I, 
I like it. I mean, like, as far as, like, uh, it wasn't, like, the typical, like, you know, oh, we have to go meet up with this guy, let's meet up with him at a cantina on a desert planet. You know, like, it was it was something different. I don't know, I liked yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I, I just, I thought it was... I wish uh, I could put my whole fist through this stupid, beautiful town. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so for my number nine, I've got episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. I did not plan this, I swear. How did it wind up so high up there, so, Elijah? This is going to sound weird, but I think out of the th- three movies, like, as a movie, it is the worst one out of the three. But it kind of got a pass for me because... Like I said, episode 8 makes me irrationally angry, and episode 7, like I said, how many times when we were talking about um, episodes 8 and episode 9, they suffered from the sins of its predecessor, being episode 7, forcing them into the soft reboot box. Um, You know, I'm going to put that quote on a t-shirt and send it to you next year for Christmas. (laughs) So, while I do think it is technically the worst out of the three... It just doesn't, I don't have issues, big issues with it. I don't have as big of issues with it as I do with the other two. Does that make sense? Yeah, it sounds like you're giving it a free pass. It it pretty much got a free pass for being a bad movie because it doesn't make me angry like the others. <laughs> Why, so I haven't uh, gotten to listen to like all of y'all's um, Last Jedi episodes. Like, why? Why does it make you so angry? Episode eight. Um, it. It's so not. I've, even... I've never heard you say that before. I don't know. Yeah, we've never feel, really talked about it. I feel bad. Like, so, I think Tech, you were the one that said this. I want. I want to love these films so bad. And I I think a lot of it was my expectations were too high. Like, I didn't have proper expectation management. Um, But it was the... um, I think the quickest way to explain it would be Episode 7 set up a lot of stuff. And then Episode 8 had a different director that said, okay, I'm going to go a completely different direction that was set up. Um, and that worked for some people, uh, it didn't work for me. So yeah, I think, I think without going on a long tangent on episode eight, that, that would be the best way to describe it. Things yeah. were set up, someone else came in and wanted to do their own thing. And then again, we got episode nine where the original director came back and said, but no, I wanted to do this. <laughs> it, it was just a disjointed trilogy. Yeah. I think I can agree with that. Um, let's see. Mac already gave his episode eight. Uh, so what do you have for? Or sorry, not episode eight. His eighth ranking. Uh, what do you got, Tech? Solo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm surprised. Why? Yeah. I. Re- What's Solo doing up there? So I really enjoyed both Solo and Rogue One. Honestly, as far as like the bonus movies. You know, I think mm-hmm. that those were awesome. Like, I really, I really liked them. Um, Solo, the reason that it's at this spot is I, um, 
I don't really have that many problems with it. I mean, I, I really, uh, I think they covered a lot of stuff, like questions that Star Wars fans have had for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they covered it in a way that I feel like makes a lot of sense. You know, as far as like where he comes from, how he met Chewie, how he got the Falcon, you know, like all that, I think makes a lot of sense. And then also, yeah. too, it was uh, the cinematic reveal, anyway, that uh, Darth Maul being alive is canon. Yeah. And I, that that's a big point, too, for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rebels was out back then. Yeah, but I said cinematic, like, movie. Yeah, because, so, like, yeah. um, we all loved Rebels, we all loved Star Wars, we're, like, in it. Like, even though I wasn't watching Rebels at the time, I knew, or Clone Wars, I knew that Maul had come back. Um, but, like, my sister, she loves Star Wars, probably as much as we do, but she's a lot older, a lot bit busier she just doesn't really have time to watch it and consume content like we can um she didn't know that maul was back and so that was like a really cool moment for her to see maul again yeah yeah i had i mean i had heard about it but i wasn't really watching rebels or clone wars yet either just because like you know at that time it was still live tv and I wasn't really like, I don't know. I like in my head, I was kind of like, well, that's, that's a kid's show. I don't really want to tune into Cartoon Network on Friday night or whatever and watch that, you know, or Disney yeah. XD. Don't lie. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I don't know. I mean, I, I watched a few episodes of both here and there, but I didn't, I actually at that time, kind of the same thing. I didn't know that Maul was officially back other than like, books and theories and stuff like that that I had read and consumed. That was the only way that I knew, like, you know, maybe he's coming back, but I didn't know for sure until I saw that movie. Yeah. Yeah, which I do I do think it's a shame we haven't seen more live-action Maul. I, I really think they were trying to set something up that just never really panned out. Yeah. Well, and, and like, you know, with that, like, he could have been a great other villain, for the sequel trilogy. Yeah. You know, like he could have been, been pulling the strings behind Snoke the whole time. Like, that would have been perfect. Yeah. I would be totally fine really with cool. that, but, you know. Uh, Maul doesn't have that, that kind of scale of, like, puppet mastery. Well, I mean, because Maul gets so dialed in on whatever his objective is that he can't really do grand scheme stuff. I mean, he runs a whole crime syndicate. Me. Barely. Like, for not that long, though. Maybe younger Maul, you know, but I, I think at this point he would have been, he would have aged a lot and matured a lot, and I think we could have seen a much craftier Maul than what we got. You know, I mean... Like in Rebels? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so for my number eight spot this one killed me i think this one's gonna make you guys mad this phantom menace no attack of the clones oh i was gonna say that first and i didn't 
I yeah. love this movie so much. I love this movie so much. Then why did you betray it and us? I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hope that's we, messed up. Hope. You put you put a sequel movie below number five. That's that's a damnable offense. Well, you say you're a prequel boy. You're a I liar. Am, I am a prequel yeah, boy. Kick him out. Kick him out. I'm Revoke his podcast. status. Take his card. <laughs> Take his card. Take his card. You need to go hop in the pond, Mother Goose, go or should I say Silly pond. Goose? Splash, splash around a little. <laughs> Get your head straight. Yeah, this this one killed me, to put it this low. Like I said, my number eight through number two slots are really just interchangeable. Um, but Go I, pray to Jar Jar. Darth Jar Jar's canon changed my mind. I, was um, saying, I know you guys can't see me, but I'm flipping you off, Elijah. Just want to make that nice. clear. Nice, thank you. I, oh, I appreciate no. it. <laughs> but no, I I really do love this movie, but I think I personally do think it's the weakest out of the sequel trilogy. Um that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just I think it takes a little bit a little bit to get going, you know, and then once once everything does get going, I think it is really good. Also, we talked about this in the episode. I refuse to believe that when they said one more, one more, one million units are on the way, that they meant single clones as units. There's no way one million clones fought yeah, these clone wars. We've, we've talked about this before. I, I think they like by units, maybe they meant like regiments or squadrons Italians. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I will, I will die. I will die on this hill. I agree with you on that point. Um, okay. Uh, oh, wait. Also, while we're talking about it, sorry, but before I move on, Attack of the Clones. People are pissed about Anakin being an awkward teenager. He was a teenager! We're all awkward teenagers! <laughs> Give him some slack! But then why'd you put the movie so low if you're defending it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm awful. It sounds like I'm you the hate worst. It. I, I clearly hate this movie. I hate all of our childhoods and nostalgia. And you know what? I think lightsabers aren't even that cool. You take that back yeah, right you probably, now. You probably like Star Trek more. Ugh, I know, right? Who could ever like Star Trek? Are, are you just saying this to like bait us into... Yeah coming to where you live and uh yes if you come if you come to beat me up at least i can see my friends <laughs> um no i do love lightsabers just to clarify and i love this film and star trek is good i do really enjoy star trek but it'll never be better than star wars no uh, okay, Mac, Tech, and I have done a lot of talking. What is your number? I think we're at a seven, yeah. Yeah, number seven. I went with uh, Last Jedi because I'm not a traitor to the sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah, for real. Who could ever do such a thing? Yep. I don't know. And also, know. while meanwhile talking several times about retroactively liking and disliking movies. Ugh, I know. Mac's not a traitor. No way. What? I've liked Last Jedi for a long time. I'm just, I'm messing with you. <laughs> I've um, liked Last Jedi for a long time. And again, good for you. I'm very happy. There's a lot of good stuff in Last Jedi, and if you don't like it, you're dumb. 
I know. Who could who couldn't like a film? I was say I I gotta say I'm I'm trading off Elijah's side. I'm going to Max's side on this one. I I I did genuinely like Last Jedi. Good, good. good. <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Tuck, you're seven because I've talked about Last Jedi on this show for like an hour. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, Rogue One for me. Yeah. Why is Rogue One number seven? So outside of the original trilogy and the prequels, it's my favorite of all of them. Of like yeah. the of the sequel trilogy and the bonus movies, it's my favorite. Um, reason being is like you know it. I think it tells the story really well, as far as like how we got the Death Star plans. I really like a lot of the characters. Um and also like I love um that they all sacrifice themselves to get the chip. Like I think that that is really like a cool way to tell that story. Um and or definitely also helps me like it. Um you know, just I think it further it encourages me to like it, and then also you can't tell me that that last scene with Darth Vader isn't one of your favorite pieces of Darth Vader media ever. It is fantastic. That is like that is so cool. That is top tier Vader for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because um, he is so scary. <laughs> what What did you think, Tech, of the like, the cast overall? Um, I liked, um, Jen and Andor, but honestly, of the movie, they're probably my least favorite characters, just because I like K2, and I like, um, the little pilot guy, I forget his name, I like the blonde, uh, the blind Asian guy, love that dude, like, honestly, like, uh, Jen and Andor, I like them, but honestly, if I were to rank them all, uh, K2 would be my top, and then uh, Jin and Andor would probably be the bottom as far as characters in that movie that are my favorite. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not that they did a bad job. I just, like, I think the side characters are, like, so much cooler, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, no, understandable. Um, All right, my episodes, or my... Sorry, my number seven, uh, I'll keep this short and simple, it's solo, uh, robots have sentience, you can't change my mind, this movie proves it, (laughs) give them rights, let them vote. Actually, wait, is is Elijah frozen? Maybe you should mute your mic again and uh, fix this. Oh, yeah, 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 you guys (laughs) totally couldn't hear me. Sorry. Okay, I fixed it. Robots have sentience. Mm. This movie proves it. <laughs> How? I don't even remember her name. I was hoping you wouldn't make me explain. <laughs> um, so, there's the whole robot uprising. She goes, she takes the... Um, oh, frick, what are they called? The little bolts that they put on them to control. Restraining bolt. Restraining yeah, bolt. the restraining, restraining bolts. bolts. Yeah. yeah. Why 
why do you need restraining bolts if they don't have at least some form of sentience? Well, it's because they're programmed to do certain things, and that stops them from doing what they might necessarily be programmed to do, and rather it helps you impose your will on them. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying mm-hmm. that they're sentient. I will say they do have a will, but their mm. will is programmed into them. Mm. So, therefore, they're not sentient, and that's why the restraining bolt. Sorry, T. Now, <laughs> respectfully, I disagree. Um. Okay. Number six. Number six. Elijah, what's your six? Oh, sure. You guys. Oh, you guys are gonna be really mad at me. Yeah. It's, epi- it's episode one, the Phantom Menace. Why? Dude, get out of here. I love this movie. It's so good. Like I said, episodes or numbers eight through two really are interchangeable. It's so good. I don't think they are interchangeable, Elijah. I think you've made it quite clear what you think of the prequels. <laughs> well, hopefully by the end of this I can I redeem say, I myself. swear if number three is your number one, I, I will drive down there and hurt you. <laughs> with, with with where you've put one and two. Okay, okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I just like I said, I I was trying to rank them on, like Tuck, you did by trilogy. I I was kind of just trying to rank them on if I was just gonna sit down and watch one Star Wars movie, and I could only watch one. Which one would I watch? And then I kind of just went through, kind of like Mac did. Yeah, same Z. You know, and I think I think a lot of like my one through five spots, you can really enjoy just watching them by themselves. While I think episodes one and episode two really work best on a trilogy wa- watch through where you're going to watch all three. Does that make sense? Mm hmm. I mean, if you're going to watch one prequel, why not just watch them? Why not watch them yep, all, for that's real? That's where honestly. I was at. <laughs> um, but yes, I do. I it do. doesn't even have to be in order. Maybe I start with episode three, then I watch episode one, then two. Who knows? So, <laughs> so my nephew, Jeremiah, and I, we used to um, watch movies in backwards order just to infuriate my sister. <laughs> that's really funny but yes I, I love them I just if I'm gonna watch one and two I'm gonna watch all three films while I feel like my top five spots I could just sit and watch the one and be content I will say though I mean so watching the movies backwards is that is that what happened to you is that is, as is far that, as uh, is that what's wrong with me? Yeah, is that is that your problem? Is that... I think I think so. Yeah, it really messed me up as a kid. You know, watching, uh, uh, Return of the King first, and then Two Towers, and then Fellowship. You know, it's it turns from a story of hope and overcoming evil to evil slowly creeping into the world and things getting worse and worse. <laughs> And then people just not caring and letting it happen. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, especially if you then go watch The Hobbit and you're like, oh yeah, they kind of knew he was back for like 50 years and just didn't do anything. Gandalf sucks. <laughs> no. Um, okay, I think, I think I'm the only one who's given my sixth spot, right? Yes, okay. talk what's yours. So my sixth spot is episode five, Empire. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, why is Empire Empire in six? I mean, to be honest with you, I like uh, A New Hope and Return of the Jedi better. That's that's mostly why. Yeah, I mean... Because, um, like, Empire is, like, the mecca of the original trilogy. Like, that's yeah. everybody's movie. No, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I really like that movie. It's just I never really understood that honestly why it's everyone's favorite star wars movie because i mean i've i've heard that too like especially like older original trilogy fans like people who grew up with that that's oftentimes their i mean like you could almost bet on it that that being their favorite but i never really never really got it i don't know like it's it's a good movie but i'm just not really a big like uh like in a trilogy or any other movie, like I guarantee you the training movie, like the movie where the hero trains or like the scenes where the hero trains, like that's never going to be my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. It, it so is just, an important part to the story, but yeah, yes. sometimes it definitely can be one of the most boring. But but that's why I like four and six is like, you know, I I think that they are really great bookends but it's just this is that part in the middle where it's good and it builds to the end but yeah i just i like four and six better yeah totally totally understandable i mean at least you didn't like put a prequel movie in like your bottom half yeah i mean yeah if anyone did that they should like totally be kicked off the podcast right yeah at least i'm not a sicko definitely it's yeah who also watches movies backwards on purpose right right disgusting (laughs) (laughs) um house dog what you got number six my six spot is attack of the clones okay why Uh, wait wait are you telling me that a prequel movie didn't break your top five? Well, when Mac does it, it's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm excused. I'm special. <laughs> I really thought you were going to have my back there. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't put one I of... <laughs> I didn't put, you know, eight, nine, or ten above the sequel, or the prequel, so I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. I'm good. You're screwed. Yeah, you've, you've made just <laughs> terrible mistakes. Have fun editing uh, basically at this me. point, <laughs> basically at this point, anything you say is just, you know, gaslight. Gatekeep, girl Gatekeep. boss. Yeah. Also, you need me. I am irreplaceable. Ha ha ha. I <laughs> wait. Am I the Minoc that has just leached? Am I the Minoc? <laughs> I've That's the twist. On. <laughs> just, you guys just in the podcast can't get now, rid it's of twist. me. <laughs> it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's 
been like 30 episodes of me not realizing that I was the leech. <laughs> this this was the ultimate o- moment. This is what the show's been building towards to this entire time. Elijah finding out who he really is. And honestly, wow. I, I don't see a way that it'll get better. I don't. I think honestly, this, this story is, it's peaked right yeah. now. Yeah. It was a good run, yeah. you guys. You know, for our audience, tune in. We'll figure something else to talk about but this is it we're done this is good this is the conclusion we've accomplished all that we wanted to yeah i mean i don't think we can really Man. squeeze any more juice out of this orange so. good thing we were able to talk about all the star wars content that's ever been put out before we ended it yeah elijah go ahead just start rolling the credits now start the song out all right yeah. uh Tune in next time. It's been fun. Yeah, just yeah. another way Elijah ruined everything. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> anyway, House Dog, you put uh, yeah, attack the clones attack in the six clones. because um, hold on, I gotta sneeze. Bless you. <laughs> um, a lot like Empire for Tuck, um, Attack of the Clones is just I. I love Attack of the Clones, but I could take it or leave it as far as, like, it's not going to be in my top five. Yeah. Even though it has a lot of good scenes, it's just, it's like Empire for Tuck. I'd I'd rather watch one or three mm-hmm. over two. That's understandable. But that's just me. Uh, all right. T now, top five time. Top Ooh, five. This is where it's going to get interesting. Six is my number five. Return of the Jedi? Yeah, Return of the Jedi. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I should probably start using titles. My bad. <laughs> yeah, because I, yeah, I, I, I can see me and Elijah, we're both like just kind of looking up, <laughs> doing all the shows in our head, and we're like, six, six, six. So. <laughs> start no, doing I, the math. Yeah. Like five equals six, and six equals five. What? Also... I was the one who organized this episode, and I didn't really think of it ab- about it ahead of time. How you know we have our numbered ranking, but then there's also the numbers of the film, and that can be kind of confusing. So I'll take the L on that one. <laughs> no, I, th- I think people will still get it, but um, yeah, but yeah. Return of the well, Jedi. Well, don't get me and Elijah. It's just not Tucker's because Tucker just goes six, seven. <laughs> nah, he clarified. We got it. We got or it. Or y'all clarified me. One of the two. Yeah. But Tucker's number five pick is Return of the Jedi. Yep. Yep. Um, I put it there um, because honestly it is um, like I th- I think of um, like the original trilogy. I think it's the most fun, honestly, like the uh, all the indoor fights and stuff like the the speeder bike and like. All what about the-, the outdoor fights? Nice. Nice. Looking for friends in all the wrong places. And here Ooh. you were. <laughs> <laughs> I'd slap that like the backside of a tree on the forest moon end. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but, yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. I mean, I just really... Uh, I, I think it's the most fun. But I don't feel right putting it above... A New Hope, because A New Hope is the movie that started 
at all. At we all. wouldn't have any of the other movies without A New Hope. So, yeah, that's that's why number five. So, I mean, Tuck, um, yeah. talk a little bit about Return of the Jedi uh, as like an ending to the trilogy, but also you know for years it was the ending um, to episodes one through six. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you feel about it? I think that um, like it's it does a perfect job. I think of ending the original trilogy and also ending like the prequels included one through six. Like I think it does a great job at that. I mean, it it fulfills the uh, thing that you've been building up to for five movies um, in that like. You know, Anakin restores balance of the Force. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then also, um, Luke is a fully fledged Jedi at this point. Um, you know, like it. And then also, like in the beginning, Han's back. You know, we get Han back. Um, like it just, I think, it is my favorite ending to a set of movies ever. I mean, honestly, I, I really do. I, I like it better than like, and we've been using this example the whole time, but like, I like it better than return of the King. What? Um, wow. Wow. I, I really do. Now. I mean, I'm also like sickly obsessed with star Wars, you know I mean? So that's, that's part of it. But, um, uh, Those are some bold words, though. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I really think that uh, Return of the Jedi is my favorite bookend to any series of movies ever. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. And, like, I like it better than Deathly Hollows to end Harry Potter. I mean, I like I like it better than anything else. I really do. I'm... You bold know, words. bold words, but I'm I'm vibing with them, Tuck. I, I, it's definitely top three, if not the first for me in terms of endings. Yeah, I mean, I think because like really, you know, as far as like whenever we talk about like ending a series of movies, like one one movie to uh, you know, climax the story and end the story. I mean, I just, I just don't really see anything wrong with Return of the Jedi. I think it just does a great job. And then plus, it's my favorite movie franchise of all time. So, I mean, it just kind of, it just works for me. It really does. Yeah. Um, good for Tuck. Good for Tuck. I think, Tuck, you're the only one who's given your number five so far, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. What do you got, Mac? I have the same as Tuck. We think a lot alike. Okay. I'm Return of the Jedi at my number five spot. Nice. It's almost like we've been friends for twenty years. So it's almost like we've been friends for twenty years. Yeah, actually, Elijah, is your five? My Return five is Return of the Jedi too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Return of the Jedi is good. Got a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see. You know, at the beginning, Luke thinks that he's a Jedi. Yeah. And he thinks that he's, you know, learned everything and he's just this mighty, powerful guy. And you see 
that it's really not until he gets to Endor and he, uh, you know, surrenders to Vader on Endor. That's whenever I think Luke really becomes a Jedi. Yeah. Or at least starts to finally understand what it means to be a Jedi. And, you know, he has that scene with Vader um, in handcuffs. And then, of course, he doesn't really understand what it means to be a Jedi until he casts away his lightsaber and, you know, says, like, I won't I won't kill you. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. Um, yeah. I think for Great me. Film. I I love this film. It's really good. Uh, and you know what? I'm rocking with the Ewoks. They had the home field advantage. Yeah. Yep, nub. Yep, yep nub. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, All right. Uh... I'll take it away for number four. Mac, you're going to hate me. It is Rogue One. How is Rogue One? In, let me get this straight. You put a prequel film below Rogue One. I even I crucify love, him. I crucify love him. this movie. Like I said, I went... I, I can sit down and I can just watch Rogue One and really enjoy it. It's a self-contained story. Um... I really love the characters, like Tuck said. I love the fact that they all sacrificed themselves in the end to save the galaxy. I love the fact that they sacrificed themselves and it actually meant something. It's not like... You guys played Halo Reach, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I can't remember the Spartan's name, but he sacrificed himself to blow up the Covenant ship and everyone thinks the day is saved. And then, like... George. And yeah, and then a ton of Covenant ships just show up, and his sac—it was still an emotional moment, but in the end, his sacrifice didn't really mean anything. But in Rogue One, the, their sacrifice did mean something. What they did led to the Empire's downfall. They led to the destruction of the Darth, the Death Star. And you know what? That Darth Vader scene was my favorite Darth Vader scene for years. And I think the only reason it's not still my favorite is because of the Kenobi series. Oh yeah. Kenobi yep. always coming in hot. So yep. I uh I love I love this I love this movie. And I uh I Good stand you. you heathen I Mac, stand I, by it. I got this one I, deserves to be top five. I gotta reveal something. I'm I think what Elijah just did is okay. Hell yeah. I'll be real with you. Yeah. I'm winning no, Tuck back. Up. Don't give up. I'm, I'm winning sorry. Tuck back. Rogue One is such a good movie. I mean, yeah. honestly, the reason that I felt like I that I couldn't put it in my top six was because it's not one of the, like, six main movies. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's but, understandable. Yeah, it's such a good movie. But I, brainless. I stand by you. <laughs> and I've never I and also I will go on the record as saying, like, Mac has hated Rogue One for the entire time that we have known Rogue One. I remember even in the theater, like I was pumped about it and I was like, Yeah, yo, dude, what'd you think of that? And he's like, I hated it. And like the whole yeah. car ride home, like he was like <laughs> 
this movie was awful. <laughs> He's mad. Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep in man. Rogue One. Yeah. I fell asleep in Rogue One. Like, yeah. like we keep saying, your Star Wars is your Star Wars. Yep. But I, I mean, to be honest, I've never understood it. I don't. Yeah. All right. Who, uh, who's got number four next? Empire. I'll just take it away. All right. Empire. Why? Yeah, I would I would watch Empire more than I would watch Jedi. I like Empire better. Yeah. I think there's a lot more to it. I mean, yeah, Return is like where Anakin comes back and he's redeemed and everything. But I mean, the Bespin fight at the end is the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan never told you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you can't oh, handle the truth. Wait, wrong movie. Sorry. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> That's not Come true. On, Chuck. That's impossible. That's impossible. <laughs> he told me enough. He told me you killed him. <laughs> Very, good. Very good. What do you got, Tuck? A new hope. Really? Yep. That is, I mean, again, I just, I feel like as far as that trilogy goes, I I don't like the original trilogy as much as I like the prequels. I will fully admit that it's because the prequels came out when I was a kid. I will die on that hill that I think the prequels are better. Um, despite all the hate they get, I think that they did their job exactly how they should have done their job i mean i think they're good um oh i meant to say so sorry talk oh you're good but if i don't say this i'm gonna forget it because i thought of it a second ago and now i just remembered it again and i've been sitting here trying to remember what i was gonna say um it's weird but like i know one through six are like the complete story well now one through nine but I mean, really, it's still just kind of one through six for me and seven through nine are kind of their own thing. Yeah. Yep. But like, yeah, for some reason, I never really thought of six as the ending from episode one. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've always just thought six was the ending for four, five and six. And maybe it's because we grew up with the prequels. Mm -hmm. hmm. But you know what I mean? Like, I always just thought of three as the ending for one through three and Jedi was the ending for Luke's story. Like, it, to me, they were always, like, kind of two separate stories. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but really, it's been building the whole time. I mean, the Because, yes. like, yeah. really, I believe that Star Wars, the entire point of the series as a whole is the betrayal and redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the entire point of all of them. Yeah. Um, and that's why, honestly, I would say, and this is a hot take, but I would say that Anakin is a more important character than Luke. I I agree. I 100% agree. Luke yeah. is amazing. Love Luke. But Anakin is him. Yeah. And, and also, I mean, now, Anakin couldn't have fulfilled the prophecy without Luke. So that's why mm -hmm. Luke would be a very close number two as the most important character. But... I gotta be honest, I I think Anakin's more important. 
Well, it reminds me of that scene in Rebels where uh, Maul, you know, I'm pretty sure we've all seen it. I know Elijah probably hasn't finished Rebels yet. Oh, no, I, I finished it's it. it's been years. Finally? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm excited um, whenever we can talk about it. So do you do you guys remember the episode? Or what's, I mean, it's a whole arc, but Maul finally, he, um, him and Ezra appear, they you know connect the holocrons and you can like see the future or whatever whatever mm-hmm. you want yeah and he figures out about obi-wan on tatooine and maul goes there to fight him mm-hmm. and after obi-wan defeats maul and he's holding maul in his arms and maul asks him he said you know is uh is the boy you're protecting like is he the chosen one and obi-wan tells maul like yeah he is and I never really thought about it until kind of later, but Maul says he will avenge us. Yeah. And, you know, you think that doesn't make any sense. Maul is a Sith, but Maul wasn't a Sith anymore mm-hmm. because whatever you meet Maul in Rebels, the Inquisitors call him Darth Maul and he says, I'm not Darth anymore, just Maul. Right. So, like, Maul, Maul isn't even a Sith anymore. Mm-hmm. And hasn't been for quite some time. And that's when I realized whenever he said that, whenever Obi-Wan's holding him, he was referencing that Luke is going to avenge him in Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Yep. He's He meant it like he's going to avenge all the people that Palpatine screwed over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. also, like, you, uh, we've talked about before, like, Anakin and Obi-Wan both died on Mustafar. You know? And uh, you can only avenge someone if they're dead. Right. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Well, I mean, Took me a second they, to get what you're saying, but like, yes. They, didn't yeah. act, they emotionally died. They were no longer there. Right. Themselves. Ever yeah. again. You know? And that's, uh, that's, that's just a really really deep thought mac i really appreciate that that's awesome mm-hmm. i have them occasionally <laughs> for real yeah. for real i All saw right. the smoke coming out of your ears i was worried but <laughs> i know it's steaming <laughs> uh i think what are we on our episode or our uh four pick mac have mm-hmm. you said yours yeah. yeah i picked empire empire right uh and tuck yours was a new hope a new hope. All right, so we on to episode or sorry, I keep saying episode. We're on to our top three. Top three. All right. Uh, for me, I picked a new hope. I definitely think mm. there are better Star Wars films um, that I've put lower on the list, but we wouldn't have Star Wars without a new hope, and so I, I think it it deserves its top three spot. I'm right there with you. I'm New Hope for my third pick as well. Just because I really like A New Hope. And I've probably watched that one a whole lot. Yeah. And that's why it's up there. Is This is one of my most watched Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. Probably always will be too. Alright. T now. I'm very excited to see which is what your number three is. I put... Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, as my number 3. 
Um, reason being is, again, like we were just talking about, like, I view, as far as how I view Star Wars, I think the prequel trilogy is the most important part of the story. Well, yeah. I mean, the originals are nearly just as important. But, I mean, you know, as far as, like, setting up the story, building the story, and, like, the real, like, meat of this wonderful franchise, um, I think that the prequels uh, set everything up perfectly. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, Attack of the Clones, as far as it being number three is it is my least favorite prequel. Um, and technically, I think that uh, the original trilogy are all better movies than Attack of the Clones. Hmm. Honestly. Okay, yeah. But um, the, reason, the reason that I put it above the original trilogy is because... Um, of, you know, like I said, the prequels, I think, establish everything. They are, like, the meat to the story. Um, this continues to do that, but I do think, technically, it is a worse movie than uh, A New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. But still good. I think it's a great movie. I, yeah. I have... Uh, problems with the writing like i know it's shakespearean and supposed to be dramatic but i just personally don't like that (laughs) that much yeah um and like i think most of the lines in that movie are pretty cringy (laughs) um like especially between like pretty much anything anakin says is pretty pretty cringy the whole movie Uh, which i know i know he's supposed to be an awkward teenager but like it's just still like it's it's weird, um, but you know, especially the um, the start of the Clone Wars, like the battle on Geonosis and all that stuff. I mean, you really can't have the rest of the movies without that happening, right? Yeah. As far as the story goes, as far as uh, the chronology, so that's why. Nice. Yep. All right, uh, Tuck, you want to just keep going? Tell us your number two. Sure. Um, my number two is Phantom Menace. Nice. Um, and I, I like it because Couldn't see that one coming. Yeah, because for me, it's the movie that starts it all. Like yeah. I know that A New Hope technically started it out, like started it all as far as like the movies coming out and whatnot. But you know, Anakin's first appearance. I think really matters. Um, and so, and then also too, like just, you know, one name, Qui-Gon. I mean, come on. Oh, our our boy Qui-Gon deserves some respect. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and then also like, I don't care how much you hate the prequels, you know, whoever is out there listening, you cannot tell me that duel of the fates that entire part is not one of the coolest scenes in all of Star Wars. It it is. It's the it ultimate goes fight. Hard. Yeah. It's the ultimate fight. And um and then also like symbolically 
it's one of the ultimate moments in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I, I know a lot of people have a problem with like how um, like it's very focused on politics, and they they think that you know that doesn't really belong in Star Wars. But I really enjoy it. I think it like I think it shows how Palpatine like weaseled his way into power. Yeah, and but- you know it's not just something he just did. It took years of planning and preparation and. You know, it it sets up it sets up the payoff in episode three, and I think it does it very well. Yeah, well, and then also on that note too, like everything in that movie directly causes the events of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's all very important. Yep. Um, Mac. Indeed. I wonder what your number two is. Obviously, it's it's the same as Tux. Oh, I think all of our lists are going to be a little bit the same uh, from here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you have anything you want to say about it? It's Phantom Menace. Who doesn't like Phantom Menace? Yeah, for sure. Spinning. It's a great trick. The people who bullied Jake Lloyd don't like it. Well, those people suck. Yeah, that's what I have to say. <laughs> also, pod racing is sick. Yes, it is. Yeah. I don't think Tuck mentioned pod racing one time. I didn't. Because honestly, okay. pod racing, spinning is a good trick. Jar Jar, come on. It, I hate Jar Jar. I do too. <laughs> I love Jar Jar. But also he... Isn't it weird? What? But like, so I like Jar Jar in episode one and like whenever he has appearances in the next two episodes, which are like very minute. But, like, Clone Wars, the series, I hate the Jar Jar episodes. Anytime Jar Jar comes on on the Clone Wars, I hate it. I hate it more than anything. To be honest, I usually <laughs> skip those episodes. Now that I've seen it all the way through, I, I typically skip the Jar Jar episodes now. <laughs> oh, I do too. Yeah. And the droid episodes, I don't know what too. It is. I, I normally skip them. What? The droid episodes? Well, a lot of them are Jar Jar episodes, too. So that's that's part of it, but... Yeah. That's understandable. Yeah. Um, okay. My number two. And actually, you know what? I take back what I said. Epis- my slots eight through three are interchangeable. Number two, I feel like, deserves its spot. It's The Empire Strikes Back. Empire up so high. It's a dang good movie. And, like, you know... Before we did our review of it, I I hadn't watched it a while, and I was like, why do people put it so high? Like, I enjoyed it, but I don't remember it being, like, the best of Star Wars. And then we watched the movie, and we talked about it, and I was like, no, I get it. It's not my personal favorite, but it's dang good. Yeah. Still a traitor. Yeah, I know. <laughs> also, uh... I think we can just blatantly say it. Uh, and Tuck, you got to drive down here. You said it earlier. All of our number ones. Episode Revenge of the three. Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Mine's actually not. Can't not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this is peak Star Wars. Mine's actually the Star Wars holiday special. 
Yep. <laughs> it's uh, Caravan of Hope, actually. <laughs> Just for the itchy scene. <laughs> oh um, my gosh. This is peak Star Wars. It's so freaking good. Yep. A lot of people would say it's not peak Star Wars, though. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm a big opinion. You know, we keep saying, your Star Wars is your Star Wars. But at the end of the day, those people are wrong. Yep. Hey, hey I mean, there's a whole generation out there right now, Elijah, that thinks that uh, 7, 8, and 9 are peak Star Wars. And so you know, just, just remember that. Good for them. I, You know, I really am happy for them. I never want to come across as one of the original trilogy fans. Sorry to original trilogy fans. But not as a whole, but a lot of them were kind of douches and bullied anyone who liked the prequel trilogy. And I refuse to do that. I don't like the sequels, but I love and support the people that do. I mean, they can live their life being wrong. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, Tuck. Mac and I literally have two two-hour episodes talking about how episode three is the best Star Wars movie of all time. So what, what do you have to say about it? Well, um, first of all, I'll just start at um, the the beginning of the movie. I mean, that is, I think, if I remember right. No, 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 no. You could you could say this about uh, several other openings, but that is my favorite like Star Wars hot start to a movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, like everything's just high speed, low drag, crazy. <laughs> I love it. Um, and uh and then also you know it it's it does a great job of showing like you know in in that beginning 10 20 minutes um it establishes everything that's going to happen later including what i think is the most important part obi-wan and anakin's relationship i mean we get to see them again hooray and then also um you get to see a more mature anakin who is um, a lot more like, you know, settling into his role as uh, the Chosen One. And you get to see, you know, Obi-Wan still being, like, one of the greatest mentors ever. <laughs> um, and, like, it's just, like, it is just a great opening to a movie. Um you know, I, I also like, uh, like, I would call that one, um, just the, I mean, it, we've talked about this a lot before, but it, it, it sets up everything. It does a great job of it. Um, Anakin's betrayal is the most important part of the entire series. Um, because it sets up for his redemption. Um, and I just... Tucker's got some hot takes, like, I do. always. I do, but I just... I really, really, really like this movie. Um, and I I won't apologize for it. I mean, I really think that... Uh, you know, like, Order 66. Like, you can't tell me... That like even even as a little kid watching that for the first time in theaters, that you don't remember that being 
crazy. You know, like, like yeah. you hear that and you're like, order 66. Like, I wonder what's going to happen. And then just like, holy crap. Like what, what is going on? This is how the yeah. Jedi die. Like, right? it's, and, and, uh, and then also too, it sets up like, it's the ultimate part. Like it's the, the high point of Palpatine's takeover. This is where all the dominoes fall. Um, mm-hmm. And this is where he really does achieve emperor status and really does achieve um, his status as, in my opinion, the most powerful Sith ever. Uh, but at the very least, one of the most powerful Sith ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, very, very few Sith, like, ex- like... Yes, Sith had, like, personal power. They were very strong in the Force. But, like, Palpatine had, like, political power. He had the whole galaxy under his control. He had legions of soldiers to do his biddings. He had loyal followers that loved and supported him even after he died. Yeah, he had, like, he was playing chess and everyone else was playing checkers. Like, he just, he crushed it. Like, there was just, uh... Nothing anyone could do about it because nobody saw it coming. And that's why, like, you know, as far as my opinion of him being the most powerful Sith ever, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, Exar Kun, Darth Bane, like, either one of them could probably take him in a fight. But I don't think they'd get there because I think Palpatine would have some sort of plan to kill them before they even got to him. Yeah. I think you'd yeah, see them sure. coming. I think you'd see them coming from hundreds of millions of light years away. You know, like he just like he he would, he would be untouchable to them. Basically, I mm-hmm. just um, and so that's also partly why it's one of my favorites. Um, you know, like Dooku's death. I know it gets memed a lot. Like, do it. You know, like everyone thinks that's funny, but like really, I think that that is. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. Yeah, um, and I love that fight and like seeing Anakin finally defeat Count Dooku. Mm-hmm. Um like I just I think it's dope. And then like watching Obi-Wan beat General Grievous. Awesome. Um my only problem with episode 3 and I'll just fully say this is um I, I don't like how they killed my boy Plo Koon. Yeah. That's, that's my hot take. <laughs> that's my favorite part. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, actually, my, my real only problem with it is, um, like, whenever um, Plo Koon, Mace Windu, and uh, the other two, because I can't remember their names. Uh, I swear, if you don't name Kit Fisto right now, I'll kill you. Oh, no, I said Plo Koon. My bad. I meant Kit Fisto. That's who I was talking about. Um, whenever they all walk in that room, because I mean, I, dude, my two favorite Jedi ever are Plo Koon and Kit Fisto. I love them. I love them both so much. But, um, anyways, uh, you know, that scene, like, I get that, like, Palpatine was so much more powerful than them, and, like, that's why he kills them so quickly. But my problem with it is, like, I really would have liked to have seen more of a fight. Mm hmm. Um, like, I think it's. I think it's over too fast. Yeah. Um, 
It was that forced screen. Like, I, I think that, like, that the movie could have been 20 minutes longer. I think that would have been fine. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, I it, completely if we agree. Got the, if we got that fight. Um, but that's literally my one complaint about Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Which, um, I, I don't know, did we talk about what happened with that fight, Mac? Uh, In y'all's episode, we... y'all did. Y'all talked about it. Um, about why it was so short. Oh, like, are you talking, like, behind the scenes why it was so short? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, remind me, the actor's name for Palpatine? Never. Cool. Anyway, the actor for Palpatine, uh, they, they actually had a whole different choreography for that fight, uh, done, which, uh, it's been going around the internet uh recently and i've been watching through it looked really really good um but uh the actor was older and he i think he wanted to do his own stunts and he just could not he just couldn't do the choreography and so they had to simplify it then how did he do a 720 spin out of a chair okay well not that bit not that bit but oh yeah i mean i i would have I wouldn't have cared if they did it with, like, a stunt double. Yeah. And then, like, CGI fix his face so it's not... Right. So it doesn't look bad. Like, I think, like... I think that would have been fine. I would have been fine with that as a fan. Mm-hmm. That's, but that's my one regret for all of Revenge of the Sith. Um, and then also, the... Probably my favorite fight in Star Wars is Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Oh, uh, 100%. I mean, I, I yeah. think that... That is, uh, the choreography is amazing. Like I know, you know, and I've, I've heard you guys talk about it, but like, um, the, the spinning thing that people always like talk about that scene, they're like, oh, this is, this is just stupid. You know, like I, I love that. And then also how they both force push each other at the same time. Like you Mm -hmm. can just tell that they know each other so well. And that's also what makes their fight so heartbreaking and joy giving because it's so cool. Yeah. Y'all want to know something crazy that I found out about the Anakin Obi-Wan fight? Yes. What? That scene was shot at real speed. Really? It's not sped up. They're nice. really spitting yeah. that fast? That's wild. That's real. That's in true time. Wow. Wow. Dude, it I, wasn't sped up. Honestly, like, I, I would consider both of those guys as athletes, <laughs> just based oh. on that one comment. You know, that's yes. that is insane. Absolutely wild. <laughs> that's some some real dedication there. Yeah. But yes, uh, episode three is a fantastic film. Honestly, might be my favorite film of all time. Yeah, I I, I, I actually have a favorite movie of all time that isn't Star Wars. But I would say Revenge of the Sith is probably number two as far yeah. as just favorite standalone movies of all time. It, My favorite movie of all time, though, is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? So I understand I'm kind of a heathen, but... Uh. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? I forgive you. Will Mac? Tucker's favorite not. film would be Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? <laughs> um, but yeah, Mac, uh, I know, like I said, we have, we've talked about the film a lot already, but do you have any thoughts you want to say about it while we're here before we close out? Revenge of the Sith, man. Yeah. What else do I need to say? It's good. 
If you haven't watched it, go see it. Highly recommend. Yeah. All right. I think that was everything. We did it. We officially ranked all of the movies. We totally agreed on everything. 100% the definitive list of Star Wars films. We're all going to stay friends. Yeah, definitely. Since we're no being sarcastic. No one got kicked off yep. the podcast multiple yep. times. Yep. Yeah. So glad to see we we uh our friendship's so strong. We just we agree on everything. <laughs> all right. Like always. Well, that's all for today. If you guys want to be a part of the conversation, if you have any questions you want to hear us answer on the podcast, you can email us at animalsquadron at gmail.com. Again, that is animalsquadron at gmail.com. And we will see you in the next one. For the Animal Squadron, this has been Mother Goose. If there is a next one. Oh, yeah. Well, there will be for me and Tuck, not for you. Right, but right, right. This, this has been your boy, House Dog. This has been... And my new co-host. <laughs> your main man. The one... Who, if there's a wire that needs chewing, he'll do it. The mother. Wee. Wee. Wee.